Yo, yo. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 2022. First episode of the Hanging at the House podcast. I'm your host, Mr. White Vision House Studios. We make music for TV, film, and video games. We also got beats for y'all artists out there and subscribers and followers of the podcast. The first episode of 2022 is brought to you by Mr. John Fields. <laughs> Welcome to the show, good sir. Appreciate you for having me. Yeah, appreciate you for having me, man. Thank you for reaching out. Man. All right, before we do the background check, I'm going to let people know how I found out about you, right? I hang out on Twitch a lot. I stream a lot on Twitch. And I was on T-Pain's stream, which I am, you know, fairly frequently. Yeah. Learn good stuff on there. And he does his song submissions. And he played this man's music. He played a lot of music that night. But this video, your video was what got me. (laughs) Like, I dug the song and everything, but the video was so powerful, in my uh, opinion. I appreciate, it. I appreciate we, that. We will send people to be able to see the video after the fact that I was like, I rarely do this. I'm on there all the time, but I rarely do this. I'm like, I got to find this dude. <laughs> because it was something very unique about your approach to what you did and how it's needed so much in music. So we're going to bounce on into the background check after y'all hear that. Background check is just like when you go to the job, when you do an interview, anything like that. I let the people tell the (laughs) story for themselves. You give us your who's, what, when, where, and why, and then we fast forward on to the day and we keep talking about what we was talking about. So, Mr. John Fields, you are next up in the hot seat for the background check. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Well... Uh, my name is John Fields. I was born in Jackson, Mississippi. Grew up in a suburb of Jackson called Clinton, Mississippi. Uh, my dad is a pianist. Uh, he's a gospel producer, choir director. Um, I grew up around music. Um, didn't really get into like music, music until I got to college. But um, well, I started writing when I was thirteen or fourteen. But um, I played sports growing up. I played sports. I was in theater. I played basketball. I played a little soccer. And I was primarily like a like an athlete, but I was always around music. But then the music bug hit me when I was when I started writing. I actually got cut from the basketball team when I was 14, 14, 15 years old and just started writing. And it was funny, you know, when I was younger, I actually I used to get bullied. Uh, which is funny if you can think about it. Somebody who gets bullied, but he also plays on a basketball team. And Wait, I, I played on All right, quick question. How do you <laughs> I'm in my thirties. <laughs> okay, you're in your thirties. How tall are you? Uh, I'm I'm six feet. It, it's okay, weird. You keep I'm throwing basketball out there. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. I'm nice now. Okay, I'm nice okay. Now. You think yeah, no, I'm no, six? No. I'm six three and a half. So I'm saying uh-huh. we playing point guard. We playing small forward. Oh no. Well, well, I played I played point, but when I was younger. So obviously, you know, I grew up in the like in the '90s. So I was influenced by Jordan. Yes, sir. So I was a I was a point guard, but I actually used to play a lot of off guard. So I used to um, okay. I was, move I was without primarily the ball. a shooter. Yeah, primarily a shooter, move without the ball, get other people involved when I had to. But I really wanted to shoot the ball. Yeah, but I got cut from the team. Sound like you love the game? Oh uh, well, you know, I used to love the game. I I, I kind of still do. Um, but the game has kind of changed a little bit too much for me, you know, so I can't, it's kind of hard to keep up with where it's trying to go. Yeah. Or it's, it's not that hard. I just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> <laughs> too many threes for your boy, man. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're going to bring you back for that one. <laughs> yeah, no, we can talk, listen, we can talk sports too, you know. <laughs> okay, cool. But um, but I, I, I got cut and I loved the game a lot, you know, when I was younger. I used to play three, four, five hours a day. And when I got cut, I felt so lost. And at that time, you know, I used to get bullied a lot, but 
basketball at the time was the one thing that kind of kept me really from getting my ass kicked all day was okay. you know, we bully him, but the boy can hoop. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. the balance. But when, when basketball was taken from me, I didn't really have any outlets and, and music just was natural and it kind of fell in my lap because my dad always did it. And so the only form of expression I really had was to be able to write. So kind of how music fell into my, into my lap. Got and you. And you're from the South. The, yeah. So this is a, yeah. this is a different perspective from what, I've experienced. I'm from Chicago, born and raised. All oh, right, my dad's from Chicago. Seventies baby, raised yeah. in the nineties. So I was there right. before the Bulls became the Bulls. And right, right. We, there's a court at every park in Chicago. Yeah. So I grew up balling, and you had the ball. So yeah. I, I respect it. I relate to it. I, how do you say? I feel where you're coming from. Absolutely. So yeah. With that, then, then the transition to music. Yeah, the transition to music. You know, it's funny, man. Um, I, I wrote. How old were you? I discovered that I love to rap like around 13, but then I really loved like writing around 14. That's when I started writing. And then it just, I don't know. I just, I never stopped doing it. Even like, even when I got to college, you know, I would never pay attention to class. (laughs) I was just always writing. It's always writing. Where'd you go Um, to college? Uh, Southern Miss. I, well, I went to, so my parents went to Jackson State. My parents worked at Jackson State. So if anybody's listening, if you might know, Jackson State is the school where Deion Sanders is coaching right now. Shout out Jackson State. Yeah, shout out Jackson State. But uh, I grew up, actually grew up around Jackson State. My mom worked there for almost 30 years, but it was, it was USM, Jackson State, then back to USM. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. College educated, college mm-hmm. educated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I mean, we we go through this all the time on the show. I'll talk about it. I'm graduated Full Sail University. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I understand. I I got a deep medical history. I graduated from multiple medical places and so forth. Mm. But what you get from it, outside of the drive that you have to make you go there, is the network. Right. So once you, you, you're paying for the network, if you have the ambition, the information is now there. It's not what yeah. it used to be. Like, you can... You, Online school nowadays is nothing like what it used to be. So we live yeah. in a different place and time at this point in time now to where the information, I mean, you're walking around with a computer in your pocket. I say it every Absolutely. Week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the excuse to not have information is gone. And yeah. once you have the drive and ambition, those are the two things that push you initially. And then you have to have persistence, determination, and consistency. Yeah. For sure. You mix those together, there's no reason why you shouldn't be successful and or just happy at what you want to do. Right, yeah, because you have options. Success aside, if you're happy with it, then you can keep it pushing. So you yeah, yeah. got to school. I agree. Did you go to school for music or did you go to school for something else? No, man, you know, it's funny because, like, I grew up really influenced by East Coast hip-hop, unlike a lot of people that I actually, like, grew up around. Everybody I grew up around was, like, heavy into, like, uh, UGK and... I was big into Outkast, but everybody was big into like Cash Money and No Limit. But I wasn't, man. I was I was so big into like DMX and obviously LL Cool J and uh, Nas was big for me. Nas was huge for me, and I grew up heavily influenced by East Coast music. And the funny thing was, when I was younger, I actually wanted to go straight to New York out of high school. I didn't want to go to college, and my mom was like, "No, you need to go to school, get an engineering degree." <laughs> Right. And my dad, who's my dad, who's a musician, he he was saying what she was saying, but I actually wanted to go to New York, so I went to school for engineering and got my degree in engineering. But I didn't, I didn't, I've never used it. I've never. <laughs> that is not an easy feat, sir. 
That's not, you know. <laughs> just yeah, just to put it out there, I'm giving you flowers right now on that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, it's, I never tell anybody that I went to school for engineering. I never really talk about it. But, you know, everybody in my family, all of me and my other brothers, we all went to school for engineering. Um, it's just sort of like my mom kind of pushing that thing. But That's what's I'm happening. the one, yeah, I'm the one that, that stuck with the arts, though. Got you. Yeah, it's in your bones, man, when you get it. And yeah. you already had it in your DNA from your dad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, as some form of fashion, when you see somebody else with the same passion for something that they create with their bare hands, even engineering, it's creating something from nothing. Yeah. From hypothesis, from different algorithms that you know, from geometry in general. It's like, without geometry, there would be no engineering. Yeah. So you start with that foundation. Sidebar. I mean, completely off topic. (laughs) But... Okay, so you fast forward through that school for engineering, wanted to go to New York, boom. Well, it's funny. I graduated. I graduated college. You know, college was cool for me though. You know, because I I didn't start. I started producing in college. I used to walk around school, and people knew me for basketball, and people knew me for hip hop. And I, I, I had an opportunity to play Division One basketball, but I turned it down because you know, I was a junior. Um, they, they approached me to play, but. I played on an intramural team that was ranked fifth in the nation. <laughs> okay. And yeah, your boy, listen, I, I'm, I'm nice. My job for nice. Hey, hey, I, I didn't say you wouldn't. I believed you when you said it. When somebody, <laughs> when somebody say I'm nice, that's a, I'm nice. that's a way of saying I'm better than I'm, than I'm about to tell you right now. Versus <laughs> right, somebody yeah. be like, I'm cold on the court, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm a not, beast. Listen, not, nah. Right. Not too much bragging, but let you just right. let you know. You know? Just, yeah. just to know, you know, the Ken Bay Matumbo. No, 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 yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I it, respect it, it, it. Well, you know, keep it humble, but just kind of let people know what you can do, you know? Absolutely. But uh, I had a, I had an opportunity for a free throw shootout competition, actually, um, and I won it, and it, it won me free tuition for a semester. Nice. And with that, with that money, I bought production gear. <laughs> <laughs> I knew in college what it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I went and bought a, a keyboard. And, What'd you, you know, buy? Computer, uh, Cork Triton workstation, actually. Ooh, that's all you needed yeah. at that time. Yeah, I got a Cork Triton. You was the man at that point. Yeah, I was. You know, I was like the only dude on campus that had that. Because everybody comes to you, like, for, dude, from like 97. If you had a Triton when it came out, or even after for a great number of years, I would say. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah, like they had, they were the, you know, that was the the piece to have if you didn't have like a motif or you right, didn't exactly, have, yeah. you know, a handful of other things. You had an MPC or something. Right, And yeah. people would come to you because yeah. nobody else had anything that was able to, had the capabilities or the features to make music the way that those devices did. Yeah, you know, at that time too, it was like people were starting to use it was Fruity Loops then. It wasn't FL Studio. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you better time, tell him. Yeah, it was Fruity Loops. And, I, and you know, it's funny because I had a roommate. He loved Fruity Loops. And I hated it. Didn't like it. Um, and I think that's probably has a lot to do with my dad because my dad, he was around Cakewalk. He always had production gear at, at our house when we were growing up. So when, you know, people talk about Pro Tools and stuff now, but Cakewalk was one of the first things that came out for home musicians and home producers, and mm-hmm. he had it. And so, you know, that stuff was kind of built for compositions more than it was just beats. Mm-hmm. And like my roommate, he was great at chopping samples and, you know, putting stuff together where I, I used to try to, you know, 
really you compose play everything. stuff. Yeah, I want to because you was in church on Sunday. You like I want to play like the organist. Like absolutely, yeah. He's cold. I just need yeah. a different drum drummer to go with him. <laughs> yeah, like, and it, it's crazy because it it was a learning curve, you know, because yeah. I, I I didn't understand why my stuff didn't sound like everybody else's stuff because I didn't really catch on to sampling to after, but um, it was it was good for me because now. You know, all my stuff is original. Most of my stuff is original. The other songs you're gonna play for people is, is a sample. But you know, I I I was able to kind of cut my teeth, as the old expression says, just doing everything originally. And and years later, it paid off for me immensely because I you know I have so much confidence in being able to do that. But yeah, no, it's, I I won a free throw competition and got the chord tried and spent hours on hours on hours just making music. It's all I ever did. I went from just only writing it to producing for myself. Yeah, yeah. That so we'll get into that next because even with the video, I looked, you know, I check all the credits and everything. Right. It's like right. you do some of everything. And, <laughs> yeah. and and it's one of those things, honestly, like it's kind of like myself without bragging. We doing this by choice because we really love it. Right. Like, absolutely. Yeah. I spent twenty plus years in the medical field as a professional making it decent amount of money i'll say that and i had to work up to that but that was one of those things and i was still doing this on the side like none of the things in my studio were purchased well till recently strictly off of music to where i started my company and i was running and so forth right but you know at that time to move on from hardware to software was a transition i would say you're borderline you're late first generation hip-hop because of the names yeah. you dropped, because of the gear you yeah. had, the influence yeah. from your dad. If you'd yeah. have been born around the same time that I was, damn, you yeah. right there. Yeah, I'm not I'm not far off. I'm not far yeah. off. You know, it's, You're a seasoned uh, veteran right here. Oh, listen, I've been doing it for a minute now. <laughs> I've been doing I, it for a I minute. I can tell by the look of your video and the sound of your music, the, yeah. the amount of work that you put into it, the amount of care that goes into it. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of care. It's so much pride. You know, it's, it's I, you know, I get a lot of that from my pop to be honest with you, because we are, we are one thing that I've not liked about hip hop for a while. And I think it's kind of been a part of hip hop for a, a long time. There've been a few people who didn't really emphasize this, but there have been a lot of people who did. Talk about is it. this thing is this thing where people kind of overly emphasize how fast you can get stuff done. And, you know, doodle, you'll hear, you'll see dudes on YouTube or whatever. And they'll talk about, you know, I made seven beats in an hour. <laughs> and it's like, how much care did you put into each beat, though? So I, that came along. I, great topic. That came along after the DAWs came about. Mm-hmm. After digital audio workstations that you could actually make beats in. To right. where they had... Well, I say I take that back. When loops came about, mm-hmm. you no longer had to do things by hand. Right. I can see that. And it made it easy for people who didn't have rhythm or timing... Uh, when so I had a bunch of stuff well before I was working at Guitar Center Warehouse Manager, mm. so I had to pick up the litter from stuff that yeah. I wanted to have access to. But what I noticed after everything went inside the box, and it was something other than Pro Tools that was out on the market, is that these kids wanted it to get done faster, but they didn't want to take the time to learn how to dribble, so to speak, to make your right. hi hats. Right, right, right. There's right, a yeah. different dribble pattern. From when right. you're crossing over between your legs, going around your back, right, and sidestepping and being right, in the right. paint, we could relate it to basketball. Nobody want to be in the paint no more. 
Yeah, I want to see a good sky hook. I want to see the big man go at it. You 300 pounds. Fundamentals, yeah. Like, it it should be, get that man some room to work. Give me something other than coming down, popping a three, and if somebody missed you, put it back. Right, yeah. It's fundamentals. People strayed away from me, yeah. It's fundamentals. So as time went on, the second part to that, since I make music for TV, film, and video games, a lot of times there's a volume issue because they have this content created, right? Well, these... The young kids, the younger guys and girls that's making music, the younger musicians are like, I'm trying to get as much done as I can in a short amount of time. Right. Without taking the time to, you know, you want to cure it. You're not trying to use that old coffee pot that you get right. the real flavor <laughs> of the yeah, beans. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good analogy. Like, yeah. You, yeah. We want the flavor. We know what the yeah. difference is. Half of these kids has never heard a real record before. Right. It was just tragic, to be honest. A vinyl. Like, they've never heard vinyl. They've never heard tape. They've never seen a VCR with tracking on it. Right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, it's no disrespect to them. I cannot, and I've been saying this for a while, I cannot hold them responsible for things I did not teach. I did not show you. And And that society's not emphasizing either. Exactly. So... Part of the platform and things that I do with people, especially younger guys that I teach, because I teach as well at two different locations, uh, music production and business for teenagers and so forth. I was doing it before COVID, kind of changed now, trying to get back into it. Heavy is something I love to do, but not about me. On the topic, though, is like we take care and pride, so it should be something slower, but it, it... it makes them feel like we're out of place, which is extremely disrespectful and wrong, yeah. I think. Yeah, you know, and the funny thing is, too, about that is, like, you know, I, I have this conversation all the time. And when, I, when I'm talking to my dad about this stuff, you know, we tend to agree on a lot of things when it comes to this stuff. But, um, you know, when you go back and you listen to it, man, we can go, we can go all the way back to <laughs> 30s, 40s, man, you know. People yeah. took so much care in the work that they were making. It was a process to make to make music. It's always been a process. And when you when you're really making music with the intention to like, because my intentions are my music to one help people reach people spiritually, and I want it to last forever, right? So it's gonna take me some time to finish what I'm working on. Um, but when I'm done, I want it to last forever. I don't want to have to come back and remix it. I don't want to have to come back and, you know, I don't I don't want you to get used to it in a month. I want you to hear it a year from now. If, if you haven't heard it in a while and go, dang, I didn't even know he had these drums going on in the song. I didn't even realize this bass was doing this in the song. I want to I want to add layers on layers on layers of stuff and really think it through. You listen to Stevie Wonder stuff. I tell my, my little brother this all the time. You listen to Stevie Wonder, he's big on Jimi Hendrix. You listen to Hendrix, bro, they put so much time, care, effort into the stuff that 40, 50, 60, 70 years later, we still listening to it. Oh, yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah, it definitely is. We're coming up on 20 minutes on the show. We've been yakking them right along. I appreciate it. Let's get into what's currently going on with you. You yeah, said you sent the song. Yeah, I sent the song. Uh, you know, that that song I actually um that's a record I don't necessarily know when I want to release it, but I think it kind of best represents where I'm going with my sound. Is this a debut? It is a debut. Nobody's yeah. heard it. Nobody's heard it. You Nobody's heard, heard it. You're going to hear it here first. Of course, I heard <laughs> it first. <laughs> On the Hanging at the House podcast with Mr. John Fields. Absolutely. House Absolutely. Studios. I, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing a... <laughs> 
a debut of something people haven't heard on my show. I enjoyed the track. I think, honestly, a lot of y'all not ready for it. Okay, <laughs> let's be clear. Some people like us, we're going to enjoy it thoroughly. If you're very superficial, you can skip, but I recommend you don't. It's going to give you something to chew on, something to think about. That's some good content. We will get back. Title of the song is Jaffrica? Jaffrica. Jaffrica. I was making sure I said it right after I listened to it from earlier. We're going to get into the song. We'll be back. We're going to let this run. John going to talk about it. He's going to tell y'all the other good stuff that he got going on, the best that he can, whatever he can, and how we're going to navigate through 2022, winning the best we can, and uplifting this situation of entertainment and music the best that we can, and we're going to get right back. Y'all enjoy the track? Check it out. Eagle man stunting, watch Eagle man running. We man stun with pre spun. Uh, nigga, that's too hard for weak man stomach. Stomach, vomit. We built for take, young. Got body, get you replaced, young. We died them hoods, AK, AKKK, nigga. Them boys will take from your plate. Running. Jaffrica. Jaffrica. I see you, King. You took that water and fit that divino. My nigga hustlers, I think. Jaffrica. You don't stay around her. You got no place around her. Why would you say around her? Where I'm from, they don't play around her. Jaffrica. Jaffrica. Jaffrica.
yeah, yeah. Thanks for hanging out. That was Jaffrica by Mr. John Fields. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that record, you know? Yeah, man, it's a dope record. Uh, let's talk about the inspiration behind the record. Yeah, let's do that, man. You know, um, the inspiration kind of comes from, like, I'm really inspired by Mississippi. I love where I'm from, and I'm really proud of where I'm from. And I've I've had an opportunity to be around, you know, people like Glenn Ballard and Mick Jagger and uh, some of the people in Atlanta, like uh, Jeff and Shaka, who, just Shaka Zulu, who are Ludacris's people, and, uh, you know, a few other people. And I, I spent a lot of time trying to trying to show people the kind of music that Mississippi makes and, and how we move and our swagger and that sort of thing. And if you, if you, if you pay attention to like hip hop and how hip hop moves based on regions, Mississippi's never really had a run. But at the same time, we've influenced music like crazy from blues and Negro spirituals, all that stuff gave way to every other genre you've ever listened to. So this this song was me kind of showing people like, yo, this is the way I hear music. This is also so many influences. This is how I see Black people from Mississippi and plus Jaffrica is what people from Jackson calls Jackson. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, so I kind of wanted to kind of put all of that out for everybody to kind of digest at one time. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I, I got I to gotta push back and, you know, Agree to disagree because you got mm-hmm. David Banner. Well, yeah, David Banner and Big Crit, um, and we also had a guy named Tito Lopez who's yeah, kind of. I was gonna mention them. Like, yeah, like they. So the thing is, like, I don't. We don't. I don't necessarily call it a run, right? A run is like when Houston as a whole took off, or when New Orleans as a whole took off, and tons okay. of New Orleans artists, gotcha. right? Like New York and the Midwest. Everybody you get that like, three year, three four yeah. year where everybody from your central from location area, is, absolutely. has risen to where they're yeah. all on MTV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, and everybody you know. gets exposed at one time. Yeah. Right. Cause there's going to be a lot of artists from here that don't hear music. Like I do. They don't, their vision isn't like mine. Right. Like, you know, the, the music video for Riot, for example, you're not going to see many people from Mississippi do that the way I do it. See it the way I see it. They're going to have their own visions, of how everything needs to go, but we need to have the exposure so people can actually see other perspectives from here. And we've not had that yet. We've only had one guy during one era, crit during another era. And I'm trying to be that guy now, but I want to bring attention back at the same time. Got you. Yeah, we got to get you in the studio with crit then. I'd love to. On a David Banner track. Hey, listen, (laughs) listen, I can produce it and they can rap. Yeah, very true. Yeah, however it works, you know. You you, you the one-man band over there right now. Yeah, I can learn. Listen, I had to, when you have a vision and you've had to do everything on your own by necessity, at some point it becomes a strength. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm very confident in my skill set. Absolutely. I, I, I take that with pride. And, and I believe that in what you do when you're trying to be successful, no matter what it is, no matter what walk of life you come from, uh, my personal friends hear me say, I carry the weight of my ancestors and my work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you can hear from Jaffrica and Riot and other songs that I've worked on. I'm big on that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really big on that. I'm so big on rootsy, earthy, Mississippi, black, you know, blues, mm-hmm. Negro spiritual gospel culture. I'm so big on that. And I think that's what kind of makes me stand apart, too. So that, it definitely shows. Uh, remind you have a blend between a Sahai the Prince mm. and Big Crit to me, mm. from what I've you know, heard from you. Yeah, it's funny. I hear, I hear. So there, there are other people. Like I've been navigating the music industry for a minute, and you know I play other songs for a few other people. But for years, I've heard Kanye. I, I'm for whatever reason lately, I've been hearing Common. I've heard Childish Gambino. 
very you have to know underground to give me somebody other than than Kanye. Those people don't really dig in the underground cuz I I can rattle off a list of people yeah. that you are as good if not better than yeah. those individuals. It's just yeah. a matter of time and place. Why are we yeah. talking about time and place? Where can they find you? How can they check you out? Go on and drop your socials, give your shout outs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they can check me out at uh, the John Fields with two E's, T H E E J O N Fields with an S. And that's the same thing on everything TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, YouTube, everything. The John Fields. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's how they find you. You got yeah, your booking information. Me. You doing any shout outs? Yeah, you can just listen. Uh, booking information, you just reach out to me on those and just hit me. I answer, I always check in my emails and everything. And shout outs is, you know, anybody who's out here trying to get something done, move with integrity, move with some spirituality, and you believe in yourself, shout you out. Move with intent. Yeah. And the most important question of the show that we bring up every time is going to be, you ready? Absolutely. Bacon or chocolate? You can only have one for the rest of your life. Chocolate. Which one is good? Ooh, he team chocolate in a heartbeat. Let's go. <laughs> team chocolate for the lead in 2022. We're going to get it popping off like that, y'all. That is what it is. We do what it does. I want to thank Mr. John Fields for being on the show. Appreciate, appreciate our appreciate listeners. It. Appreciate the creators out there. Keep creating. Keep moving forward. Like he said, move with spirituality. Move with intent. Move with passion. Find other people. Get your tribe together. Make something shake. Disrupt the current navigational leadership that's out there in music. Because music is put here for us to create change from, to pass the message. From the days of the cotton and cornfields to ships and everything else, human beings have used song to communicate a purpose. We need to keep that going. That's my message for today. All the people that's listening, we appreciate you. We love y'all. Happy and blessed 2022. We're going to catch y'all on the next show. Y'all be easy. Mr. Watt hanging at the house podcast. We holler back. All right. Peace. <laughs>